Welcome to T20 Tales. T20 Tales. On a revelation, he's turning out to be an outstanding effort. Based on Tim Wigmore and Freddie Wilde's book, Cricket 2.0, Inside the T20 Revolution, T20 Tales brings alive great stories and events from the dynamic world of 2020 cricket. An Epiphany India production. Welcome to Episode 2, Season 1 of T20 Tales, bringing to life great cricket stories. I'm Ranjit Madgavkar and this episode is titled Pathan Power, The Rise of Afghanistan in World Cricket. World cricket. World... The year is 1998. It's been two years since the Taliban took over Afghanistan and the city of Jalalabad to the east of the country. The city, which had been first taken over by the Mujahideen in 1992 and then the Taliban in 1996, is in shambles. The city has been used to the sound of gunfire, crashing rubble, warlords and military commanders. It is the year that the sixth child of a middle-class family in the automobile business is born. His parents name him Rashid. In three years' time, Rashid's parents have had enough of the instability and chaos and head, as thousands of others have done, past the border in the east into the Pakistani city of Peshawar, which has a majority Pashto-speaking population. Rashid grows up in Peshawar, speaking fluent Pashto and fluent Urdu. It is a large family of 13, Rashid's parents and his 10 siblings. All the boys are addicted to cricket, which they play with a taped tennis ball on the streets and parks of Peshawar. The parents worry about Rashid's passion for the game and <laughs> impose a cricket ban on him. There is no future in cricket for a young Afghan refugee in Pakistan. It is beyond the realms of possibility, according to them, that Rashid could aspire to be like Shahid Afridi, his idol. They dream he will excel in studies and become a doctor. Rashid turns out to be a bright student, always in the top five in his class. But as far as his interest in studies and cricket go, it's a no contest. All the brothers are enamoured by Afridi, a fellow Pathan from the Pashto-speaking Khyber Pakhtunwa region of Pakistan. All bowl leg spin with the taped ball. Yet one of them bowls with the skill and speed that astonish not just his family, but the entire community he lives in. Rashid remembers his cricket-crazy days in Peshawar. I was playing a lot at home, three, four hours, playing with the brothers every day. That improved my game and my skills. I used to bowl, sometimes off-spin, sometimes leg-spin, sometimes the murli action, you know, just having fun. I loved bowling leg-spin. I watched Shahid Afridi, Anil Kumble. These two were my favourites. I used to watch their videos a lot. So that's how I was capable of bowling the leg spin very, very well. I had the skills and I had the talent in the leg spin that could turn the ball both ways. 
We're talking about Rashid Khan, as you would have guessed. The winner of the ICC's T20 International Player of the Decade in 2020. And this episode of T20 Tales is about the rise of Afghanistan from a war-torn country that had barely heard of cricket to a full member of the ICC with test status, all in a matter of two decades. All this told through the dramatic story and whiplash brilliance of Rashid Khan and his art of fast and fierce leg spin. At the age of 15, Rashid Khan's family returned to Afghanistan. For Rashid, the experience was new. He had left the country at the age of three. And now here he was, back in his home country, which was desperately trying to reconstruct and recover from the trauma of killings, beheadings, suicide bombings and endemic corruption. He had left a country that had never heard of the game and returned to one obsessed with it. Cricket was one sport the Taliban did not mind. It was not an easy journey for Rashid Khan or Afghanistan. From the time they seized power in 1996, the Taliban had banned all sports. And it was only four years later, in 2000, that the country, living under a reign of terror, beheadings, whippings and stoning, was allowed to play this game. The reason? <laughs> At least they wore full trousers. Half a length of clothing is what got cricket its approval in Afghanistan. While there was precious little in terms of infrastructure in Afghanistan, the refugees on the other side of the border in Pakistan were taking to the game like ducks to water. Martial and sporty as a race, the Afghan refugees enjoyed the cricket battles they fought on tiny narrow streets. It made them forget the trauma of their displacement. Trauma that very often included broken families. Cricket was a reprieve, a joyous release of energy and very much in demand in cricket-mad Pakistan. And then came September 11, the Twin Towers and the US invasion. More bombings, war, fighting, battles in city streets, drone strikes and the defeat of the Taliban. Many Afghans, like Rashid's family, moved back to their home country. But life was far from easy. The path to be recognized by the cricketing community was difficult. If there were the troubles of bombings and civil war in Afghanistan and the complete lack of any sports infrastructure, there was another problem. The snobbery of cricket's elite countries. Thank you all for coming for this talk on cricket, an exclusive sport. Since its earliest days, cricket has been a sport besotted with hierarchies. From the distinction between gentlemen, that is, wealthy cricketers who played as unpaid amateurs and players, namely grubby professionals who played for money, which survived in England until 1962 to the distinction between full and associate members of the ICC. Cricket has always sought to demarcate strictly between those inside its hallowed elite and those locked outside the gates. But there was one world which was open to Afghanistan, the celebrated T20 leagues in the world. 
in no time at all the new millennium gave birth not only to this new format but also to new cricket leagues across the world they spread like wildfire after the 2020 cup began in england in 2003 soon australia with the big bash west indies with the cpl pakistan with the psl bangladesh with the bpl and most importantly india with the ipl became a place for any talented cricketer from any part of the world to share the dressing room with legends of the game in 2012 things were still difficult for afghan cricket despite being permitted to play one day in t20 internationals how were their players going to get regular exposure against the elite nations forget about country versus country how were they going to get into the big t20 leagues of the world Kabir Khan the coach of Afghanistan in 2012 said somebody has to be the first to have a contract with the county or in grade cricket or the IPL the Bangladesh league or the Sri Lankan league if the door is open you can go through it at the moment the door is shut and we want someone to start to open it and then the door opened a little there was a slight crack that gave afghanistan players a chance to be in the global spotlight and the door was opened by kkr technical analyst ar shrikant who had watched rashid khan bowl he recommended rashid to kkr captain gautam gambhir but the journey was not going to be easy shrikant recalled what transpired back in the 2017 ipl auctions gambhir didn't know much about rashid and didn't quite trust my word at that point of time at that point of time teams did not take players from less known countries from a cricketing perspective seriously teams and especially captains did not trust these players skills but when things continued to seem hopeless luck suddenly opened its window of opportunity in the form of a 6 and a half foot tall australian he was ex australian all-rounder tom moody who was now the coach of sunrisers hyderabad Moody remembers how determined he was to sign up Rashid Khan and Mohammad Nabi in the 2017 IPL auction. I watched what Rashid was doing to the likes of Ireland and others through video and I still felt what he was capable of doing as a bowler was going to challenge anyone. People argued at the time. Yeah, but they're not doing it against the bigger countries and all that type of stuff. And to me, that wasn't a major issue. You saw him bowl and what he was capable of doing and how he was defeating the opponent. whether it was beating him with turn in the air turn of the wicket or shape in the air or batsman totally misreading him that was enough for me because i'd just seen how t20 had gone up to that point where anyone that could move the ball both ways and there was a mystery attached to that became very valuable the biggest challenge he had to face i feel and the only risk we were taking was how he adapted to the big stage that to me was the only risk to me he had the goods it was just a case of did he have the character <laughs> and he had that in spades and ladies and gentlemen rashid khan has been sold to sunrisers hyderabad for 400 lakh rupees mohammad nabi and rashid khan became the first afghan cricketers in the ipl Suddenly from the streets of Peshawar the lanes of Jalalabad Rashid Khan was in the same team as 
David Warner, Yuvraj Singh, Kane Williamson and Shikhar Dhawan. He remembers what it felt like. I I was so nervous. And then Tom Moody who was our coach took me aside and spoke to me. He said, "Don't be stressed about the franchise. Don't be stressed about anything. Don't think about the money that you got. You're just here. Enjoy it. Show your skills. We are here to support you and and back you up. You have enough talent to surprise each and every one. One thing that will test you will be how you control your mood, how you control yourself. We are behind you. So go out and enjoy yourself." That was the message I got from him. It's the 5th of April 2017 and the first match of the season features Rashid's team Sunrisers Hyderabad. They take on Royal Challengers Bangalore in the IPL opening clash. Chris Gale and Mandeep Singh are at the crease. And the score is 48 for no loss in just 5 overs. RCB is off to a flyer. And then Rashid Khan is brought into bowl, his first IPL over ever. And that too in the power play. Rashid Khan to Mandeep it's full and sliding outside of Mandeep drives it off the back foot to cover. No run. He was lucky to get away with that one was Rashid. Get Rashid again. This time it's full and outside off and Mandeep drives it again. This time he gets the gap and the ball races to the boundary for four. Rashid needs to calm down a bit and take a deep breath. He seems a bit nervous and he's he's bowling fast and flat and missing the mark. He needs to just relax the nerves a bit. I don't blame him. Just 17 years old and playing his first IPL game. And then it happens. Something that makes Rashid take off down the ground in celebration and start a ball of success rolling which still hasn't stopped. Rashid again bowling the fourth ball of his first ever bowls to Mandeep and he's bowled him. He's bowled him. Clean bowled is an inside edge completely fooled by that one bamboozle. He was playing for a slower ball but this one was fast and a top spinner that skidded off the pitch at a speed that surprised Mandeep. It was too light on the shot and inside edged the ball onto his stumps. Just his fourth ball in Rashid Khan has got his first wicket. His fellow Afghanistan teammate Mohammad Nabi is jumping up and down in the dugout in celebration. This is absolutely brilliant. Just the breakthrough Sunrisers needed and the young 17-year-old was the one who got it for them. Rashid's wicket-taking streak continued in his second match against Suresh Raina's Gujarat Lions. He ended up with figures of 3 for 19 in his second IPL match. getting the wickets of rena himself brendan mccullum and aaron finch big big names a week later he played against kolkata whose analyst had wanted to sign him but whose captain gautam gambhir had not the first ball that rashid bowled to gambhir the batsman attempted a cut and misread the turn playing for spin that wasn't there gambhir was clean bowled <laughs> After he was dismissed, Gambhir turned to Shrikant in the dressing room and said, "Good spotting." Rashid ended his first season with 17 wickets at a better economy rate than the five bowlers with more, and established himself in that first IPL of his as one of T20's most thrilling talents. Things were picking up not only for Rashid Khan, but other Afghan players too. Muhammad Nabi, Mujibur Rahman and Rashid Khan would be sought after commodities in the global T20 market. 
Soon, the hard-hitting Hazrafullah Zazai and the speedster Naveenul Haq would join cricket's global talent pool. But Rashid was by far the most valuable of the lot. Analyst and author Freddie Wilde of Crickwiz talks about how Rashid Khan transformed T20 leg spin bowling. Generally in T20 cricket, bowlers can be placed on a scale from attack and that's taking wickets and that's something that's measured by strike rate, i.e. balls per wicket, and then defence and, and by that we mean saving runs and that's ma- measured by economy rate or runs per over conceded. And bowlers can be placed on a scale between the two things. If you attack more and try and take wickets, quite often it means that it compromises your ability to defend and, and save runs. And similarly, if you focus on defence and trying to stop runs being scored, often it sacrifices your ability to take wickets. So as a result, bowlers exist on a continuum. However, the very best bowlers are able to sort of escape those trade-offs and Rashid Khan was one of them. He's someone who is able to attack and defend simultaneously. Between Rashid's debut in in, uh, October 2015 and the start of 2019, Rashid took 214 wickets and among bowlers to bowl more than a thousand balls in that period, only four of them had a lower strike rate than Rashid's 15.3 balls per wicket and all four of those guys were quicks who bowled at the death where wickets fell far more often and then not a single bowler in the world had a lower economy rate than Rashid's 6.04 runs per over. Essentially no bowler came close to matching Rashid's mastery of attack and defence. There was more good news for Afghanistan. A month after that IPL ended, Ireland and Afghanistan became only the 11th and 12th countries in the world to be given test status and full membership of the International Cricket Council. Rashid himself became captain of the T20 international side and represented the team in all formats. Rashid Khan hit the bullseye of T20 cricket by the end of the decade. At the end of 2020, the ICC voted him the T20 player of the decade. He was just 22. The decade began when he was 12 and still a refugee in Afghanistan. Blast walls are erected to protect people and buildings from the after-effects of explosions. One such wall in Kabul, erected in 2018, was emblazoned with the caption, Faces of New Afghanistan. The mural features leading Afghans trying to shape a new image for the country, women's and children's rights advocates, award-winning journalists and photographers, and female members of an Afghan orchestra who have performed all over the world, defying the threats they receive at home. Included among this list was an illustration of Rashid about to bowl a ball. He was not just a brilliant cricketer. But in Afghanistan, he was a cricketer whose impact transcended sport. Rashid remembers the mural on that wall with pride. It makes you feel very, very special to be in that stage, in that place and have your photo imprinted with the people who have lots of achievements for Afghanistan. It's really, really special to be among them. I feel really blessed. You can't believe to get that sort of achievement in a very short period of time, to be playing four years and getting that sort of success into a stage like that. It's more than a dream. A sport is the only thing that brings peace to that country. So, you know, it's a a wonderful feeling to see youngsters play cricket. 
even as the virus of violence sweeps his country yet again. Rashid Khan continues to infect young Afghans with the true Pathan virtues of endurance, hardiness, skill and bravery. The trait of meeting challenges head-on and coming out on top, that's not new to Afghans. And Rashid Khan is one example of what the people of that nation are capable of when they put their minds to it. In Afghanistan, there are plenty of ruins. But there are also plenty of Rashids. That concludes this episode of T20 Tales, Pathan Power, the rise of Afghanistan in world cricket. Join us next week for the next episode of T20 Tales, titled Calypso Kings, the story of the rebirth of West Indies cricket in the T20 format. If you like our show, please give us a 5-star rating and review and be sure to tell your friends about T20 Tales. Follow T20 Tales on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening to it right now. All the material for this podcast has been adapted from the book Cricket 2.0 written by Tim Wigmore and Freddie Wilde. I'm your host and writer Ranjit Madgavkar. Sound designed by Kandar Prelhan at Epiphany India Studios. Prashant Singh is our associate producer. T20 Tales has been created by Epiphany India.